Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pucks on the Dasher, a hockey podcast. I'm your host, Adam Glass, and with me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Hebner. Hey. What is going on, Mr. Hebner? It's round two. Round two. Round two. No, we don't want to talk about round two yet. Yeah, we... What do you mean? Come on. I don't want to talk about anything but hockey. Like, what, what are we going to talk about? Fantasy? Uh... Oh, no. that's an easy trick. Things I we could talk about me living out a fantasy on the weekend. Uh, oh, true. When I got to finally show my movie to a public audience for the first time, after eight years of trials and tribulations, getting it finished. <laughs> um, there were almost a hundred people there. The response was pretty, honestly, overwhelming. Um, people said really nice things. Uh, so thanks everyone that was able to make it out. I know a few people that listen to this podcast were there, so. Shout out to those people. Uh, Tyler just didn't want to put the effort in to come. That's five hours of driving <laughs> in one day. I don't know if that was in the cards, but hey, uh, at some point. Since that's an easy transition, is there anything in your life that you've done five hours of driving for before in one day? Just anything. In, in one day? In one day. day. Like you drove five hours round trip for something. It's a good question. Um, they're no, I don't think five hours. I think like I mean, five hours one way, probably like to go like drive to Montreal. Or yeah, something. but you're not staying there for a day and coming home, are you? Yeah, no, I mean, I've done a lot of really dumb, but have you ever done like two and a half that. hours one way in a day? You know, that's five hours in a day because you're coming back. No, like the closest I think I would, I don't think I, I recall ever driving to london and back in the same day uh because that would pretty much be it like and i used to do that all the time because i went to school in london which is a big reason why we know each other when i lived in the small town of tilsonburg it was basically two and a half hours one way to do anything in toronto yeah so on like a wednesday night you would be leaving you know town at like four o'clock to get to a seven o'clock blue jays game to get home at like two in the morning yeah that's fair that used to be like, yeah, I don't. At, when I went, moved to Kitchener, or even anytime I got to go to Toronto and it did not take me almost three hours to get there, it always felt like such a treat. <laughs> yeah, I've always been pretty, like, decently close to the city, so. Uh, but now I live in a city, know. so I don't really go to Toronto much anymore. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Got to drive into the office. Ooh, look at you Fun go, times. Mr. Office Boy. Woohoo. Uh, okay, hockey stuff. Uh, let's do news first, and then we'll finish with. Because there's not much news, so let's just get it out of the way, and then we'll do playoff stuff. Not much news? Okay. Well, there isn't many items, but there are some important ones. Does that make sense? Fair. Uh, okay, do you want to do all the coaching stuff first, or the draft lottery? Uh, let's do draft lottery. That'll be quick, because we're going to spend a lot of time on it in the off season, so we can just say, hey. Uh, Montreal won the draft lottery. Uh, and there is already chatter as every year about, well, almost every year about the first round pick, not being the first round pick anymore. So first overall, first round, sorry. yes. Yeah. It really sucks. I'm kind of scared knowing that I've fantasy wise put a lot of, uh, emphasis on the, on Shane, Wright. Uh, um, yeah. So that probably means that at best with Shane, Wright, You're getting like a Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That is what I've seen, but I was also like prior to this. He's always been like above the Jack Hughes territory, but now people are like he could be Nico Heischer, which would be a huge failure. Uh, for but me. but if Montreal gets him, Tyler, look at over the course of the last twenty to thirty years, how many elite forwards the Montreal Canadiens have developed. Yeah, but that's what the old, that's. I mean, fair fair play to that, but also you have to be more fair in the sense that it, they've turned over their front office. And Cole Caulfield looked pretty good in a small sample size last year. So, well, I mean, uh, you can only hope that maybe he gets stapled to Shane Wright. That would be cool. So, yeah. So, how, okay, let's just do a quick, quick deep dive, not even a quick conversation on Shane Wright and where he would fit on the Habs roster. Is he a future one or a future two? Like, where is Nick Suzuki in the mix now? I think most people are thinking that at this point, Nick Suzuki is probably a good number two, and Shane Wright has number one potential. As a, I think as a Nick as a Suzuki fantasy owner, 
this is bad for me, right? I would say I would say yes, but the way I've seen it described as well too, like uh, the P- Patrice Bergeron's name has been thrown a lot around around a lot with Shane Wright prior to Montreal winning, and they were describing it like Bergeron Krejci, whereas like Krejci had some pretty right. solid fantasy seasons. So I think if Suzuki is going to be your like primary offensive driver, like at some point you might see. Um, it, it, it really is like Hughes and Heischer. Unfortunately, that's what it's starting to sound like, um, where like Hughes gets all the big boy like mm-hmm. offensive minutes and Heischer plays that that more defensive role. I just hope that isn't the case, really. Like, I, I hope he, div- he he lost a year of development to, due to COVID, and I'm hoping that that kind of explains the fact that he didn't score 150 points in junior as opposed to the 110 he scored, which apparently is not good enough. Uh, I mean, I don't judge junior scoring silly. Like if he had one point this year, he was still getting drafted. So, but that that's that's the, that's why people are down on him because he didn't dominate. He didn't like truly dominate like you would expect a guy who was a um uh not an underager um exceptional status player in the OHL. Uh, speaking of the Devils, they did end up winning the draft lottery and finishing two, right? Basically, isn't that how that worked? Yeah, basically. So they get what is the second guy, Torovsky or something like that? What is his name? Slavkovsky. Slavkovsky. Yeah. And he's not necessarily number two. Logan Cooley is probably number two, but it, but New Jersey won't take him number two, if, if that makes sense. Oh, because he's a center? Like, New Jersey's gonna draft based on position, which always goes horribly like, wrong. Mostly always goes horribly wrong, uh, because they quote unquote don't need another like, center. Why couldn't you just move um, the center to the wing and then have both of them take strong side faceoffs? Like, why don't you trade back? Or, yeah, or trade Heischer. Why don't who's people on a great trade deal. back? I wouldn't even. You don't even need to trade like those Hughes and Heischer are a great combination. And Logan Cooley, we don't know what he is. Trade. Trade back with someone yeah. at like four or five. Grab one of those really good. Check defenseman. Let because uh, like there's there's no mm-hmm. value to be had trading back with Arizona because Arizona Arizona is number three, and you'd basically have to do the Brian Burke to uh, Brian Murray thing, where you're like, oh, are you gonna take Kadri? Uh, because uh, we're taking him. Like you'd have to do something like that, where if you don't give me picks right now, I'm taking this guy, and I don't think they're in a situation to do that. It'll be an interesting draft. Uh, also, I believe the draft is also in Montreal. It is, so, so it'll be pretty pretty hype. Good. I'm glad that that organization is getting more luck brought on them. That's perfect. They they need that. You know, it's been really hard time. You for them lately. <laughs> you know that it it's better when they're good. Come on, uh, Tyler. Uh, I am almost 40 years old. The Habs have been good one single year, basically, in my entire adult life. And it was a miracle run where they won 14 straight overtime games or something silly like that. The Habs, aren't, ha, the, the Habs being good is irrelevant as the Leafs winning Stanley Cups. They've never wow. been good since expansion started. They, just, they were okay in the 80s, but they only won one cup. They won one in the '90s, and they haven't made like they made one final since, and it was this stupid Cinderella thing that they didn't really deserve to be in. Like to talk about the it Habs as this winning <laughs> franchise now is sad. It's sad. You're gonna take. You're gonna make a lot of people mad with that. But it's but. true. They t- everybody talks they about them like. The and, okay, you talk about the Yankees like that, but the Yankees actually have won World Series recently. They had a dynasty it's in the not- '90s. Like the Habs haven't had a good team, an actual contending team. Period. Since, like, I don't even know when, the 80s? Like, when have they ever been predicted to win a Stanley Cup going into a season? You are definitely going to make some people mad with this one because I'm looking it up right now. They definitely had a season. Okay, so in 20 – so there was a a period from 2013 to 2016 where they were almost perennially a 100-point team. Who cares? So you you have 2013 100, 2014 110, then you skip a year 2016 103, then you skip two years to 2018 and they're a 96 point team. 
and there was 96 point teams in 2010 as well too like there this wasn't like a dog shit the team. leafs have been a 100 plus point team what like five years in a row now if you factor out the full they seasons. won their division th- who fucking three cares times in five years <laughs> People only care about what you win in the playoffs. Nobody gives a shit about regular season success when you're talking about how good a franchise is. Man, the weekend's still really affecting you. Holy shit. Actually, the weekend was fine. I barely watched the game. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Move on. Uh, Okay, so a bunch of coaching shit happened. Uh, So the Uh Canucks finally relented and brought back Boudreaux, but I believe it's only a one-year deal, which is insane. If I was him, I wouldn't have taken that, but... It's stupid, but sure. uh, uh, so uh, Lou Lamorello threw a hissy fit um, because he he's a poor little eighty year old child. Uh, so he fired Barry Trotz so he wouldn't lose Lane Lambert, <laughs> which Fine. is what I said. Uh, so he did hire Lane Lambert to be head of the aisles. This guy's been talked about for years because he was Trotz's right man, right hand man for years, going back to Nashville. Uh, that this guy was eventually going to get a head coaching job. Uh, so that will be with the Isles now. Uh, and then the Vegas Golden Knights did the thing that me and you both said they did. Uh, and they have fired Pete DeBoer. Mm-hmm. Uh, As they should have. And I assume Barry Trotz has already gotten offered like $1,800 million a year um, by the Golden Knights. But I feel like if I was Barry Trotz, I would wait until the playoffs finished before I made any decisions on who I wanted to be coach. Because <laughs> if there's a team that has a heartbreak, like, oh, I don't know, uh, maybe a Colorado Avalanche, um, I would rather have basically any, almost any team in the playoffs right now than the Vegas Golden Knights. So, Damn. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you give yourself the best? Like, wouldn't you want to give your, your free agent coach who's one of the most sought-after coaches in all of hockey, you'll be able to borderline dictate what you want financially. You'll probably be able to get a four-year deal out of somebody. Why not wait and to see what all your options are first? Like, don't just jump at money yeah. from somebody. Like, you want to win. If you want to win another... Is anyone saying Is anyone saying he's going to do that? No, but I think it's pretty obvious that Vegas is going <laughs> to offer him a bunch of money. Yeah, and he's going to wait until the playoffs. I, like, I think you're creating a narrative that's not there right now. I... Like, nobody said that that's... like. He's, he hasn't made he's not even close yet. We don't know. We don't know, that's what I mean. I just hope he doesn't. <laughs> I'm helping him out. He, <laughs> well, going he listens nothing. to the podcast, so he needs uh okay. he needs us All to right. let him know. Solid business advice. Yeah, solid. That's why our podcast does so well financially, Tyler. I'm just a solid businessman. <laughs> that's why I sunk all my money into a film that grows <laughs> X number of dollars on opening weekend. Oh, that's funny. I can almost say, oh, it's not opening weekend though, but eh, whatever. Not yet. It did gross money well, on the was. weekend, so let's nice. go. It didn't make money, but it earned it. Yay. Um, I said that to one of my producers on the weekend. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, think about it, and he laughed pretty hard. I'm like, yeah, we didn't make any <laughs> money, but we've earned some. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. What order should we do this in? Because we got to go a quick boo around the first round here. I don't know. You're the host. You tell okay, me. fine. Uh, do we have any bets make that are relevant to the Florida Panthers Washington Capital Series? Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we did. The Panthers won uh, in overtime of Game Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, big stories from this series. I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, I watched bits and pieces of a lot of different series, but this one always seemed to be on at bad times, and I didn't catch it. Um, Two OT. I watched some of it. Two OT wins by the Panthers. Uh, a six-one, and then they had that five-one Panthers, then six-one Capitals win, which we talked about last week. Uh, uh-huh. So games four, five, and six are relatively close, uh, but the Panthers have finally made the second round for the first time since I believe 1996, when they made their miraculous run to the Stanley Cup final. And uh, Sean McIndoe down Gross Brown argues uh, ruined hockey for the next uh, two decades. Because <laughs> uh, an absolutely terrible team like the Florida Panthers. Uh, do you know what team they put out to make the Stanley Cup final against the Detroit Red Wings where they got crushed? Uh, it was the Mario Lemieux and Yarmar Yager led Pittsburgh oh, Penguins. Oh, Jesus. Who are an absolute oh, man. powerhouse yeah. that season. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So they're in the second round, uh, and who are they going to play? I guess we'll just go right to this uh, thing here. 
that I get to talk about for the third season uh, in a row. Uh, thankfully, it's the third game seven in a row. Uh, but the first one, I think they've lost on home ice. So that's that's a new pain. Uh, so good for that. I'm very happy I basically didn't watch this game at all uh, until I watched it on my phone in a bar <laughs> for the last 10 minutes and nothing happened. <laughs> Fun. Uh, yeah, so the Leafs lost the Lightning in seven. Uh, but thankfully, uh, the Lightning said the Leafs are good. So that's that's perfect. Um, that makes everything better. Uh, successful season for this Maple Leafs team. Uh, they achieved everything they wanted. They got respect from a team that's won before. Wow. What an achievement, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Uh... It was a good series. It was. And... I mean, it was a great series. You can't fault like a lot of the years. It's basically like, well, they fucked it up again. And I mean, they did because they were leading in Game Six in the third period, and they could have won, uh, but they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But they took a really good team to a seventh game, uh, and they lost two one on home ice. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a coin flip. It man. is what it is. Everything man. was a, all all of your advanced stats were a coin flip. Over the seven games, I think they were pretty even in five-on-five five scoring, if I'm not mistaken, as well, too. It was just, you just don't, you just lose sometimes. It's just how it happens. Like, like, good teams lose all the time. I don't know how you can look at this team and point at one specific thing and say, this this needs to change. And all of the things being bandied about right now are change for the sake of change with no real, like, Trading William Nylander is a horrible decision. I don't want to talk about it. And if like, that happens, I, Dubis, that's gonna, if that actually does happen, I may. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a soul searching day for me. Let me tell you. And like, we're pro- we'll probably spend some time on this in the off season, in terms of like going through each team and seeing the changes year over year. But like, I don't really know what you can do. Um, you've got some expiring contact contracts but not really like i think if if i were to make one one major change it would have been maybe bringing in a better third line center i I think in in a like david camp would be a really good fourth line center but for him to be third line like you essentially had two like your bottom six scored no like they gave you nothing like uh, for save for one game um in this series so like you know, playing Kerfoot in the top six, probably not a recipe for success. You want to have another, like, good play driver up there. And then, you know, assuming Kerfoot's still on the team, at that point, if you were to add another top six guy, you know, what does that third line look like, right? Like, you can't be playing Pierre Engvall and David Camp and whoever the fuck else was on that line as a third line. Like, and that's really nitpicking. I think they were a pretty good team. Um and I think they were set up for success. I, I like the D corpse as well too. Would have loved for them to put Lilligren back in, but uh, that was a weird coaching decision. And and honestly, like I, I'd get rid of Keith personally, but I don't know what that would do. Really, like I I, I really don't. Other than making some very weird lineup decisions uh, throughout the series and playing William Nylander with David Camp and uh, Pierre Engvall pretty uh unforgivable so the biggest problem on this team isn't Nylander the bottom six is an issue but that's something like borderline like relief pitching that you can just tinker with in the offseason and maybe find a better mix right like they've almost done that every single years of this team and they haven't found one yet and it is what it is but um they did take swings this year that worked like Michael Bunting worked um 100 100%. oh he definitely worked yeah uh, so they losing Zach Hyman did not cost them because they basically replaced him for like a fifth of the money, way cheaper, which is ideal. Yep. Uh, we found out that Lilligren can actually play in the NHL, which is great because he's been in the system forever. Uh, Raspin Sandin was hurt for that final. I'm not saying he would have been a difference maker, but it would have been at least an option. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have any, like, I'm not going to say an excuse. Like, it was a good series, and they lost to a good team. Like, the Lightning could literally go on and win another Stanley Cup. Yep. This isn't the Montreal of last year. But by any but stretch. the problem is you have a second-line center who makes, like, $11 million, and he can't be a center anymore. I don't know. I thought he played, thought he played he pretty good. He did play pretty good, but defensively, Tyler, he's just a black hole, and that's why Nylander had to get moved off his line. 
because him and Nylander together, it just was costing them too much defensively. So what they need to do is find a way. So I heard, I heard a crazy thing started now, and oh, I can't wait to hear your reaction on this. Uh, there is a certain Maple Leafs winger that had almost 100 points this year who used to play center uh, in the OHL. They're going to move Marner to center? And I heard some people kicking around the idea of them moving Marner to second line center and then moving Nylander back to Matthews. And then Tavares and Neela and Tavares and Martin. And then Tavares can take strong side faceoffs, but then Martin can play down the middle of the ice and skate up and down and have the what speed. Is, what is this, Alex Galchenyuk? I'm not saying that it's a good idea either, but I'd never heard it brought up before. Maybe we Martin to center, and I just at least thought it was interesting. No, what you do need to do is you need to find someone who can play center, who can also play if only and do what you're saying, because that's what they do in Tampa. You need like a JT Miller, that's right? Ex- like a guy like that. Well, it's 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 Stephen Stamkos, uh, yeah. Braden Point, right? Like those two interchange between wings too, and take strong side shorts, like whatever, right? You've got to find a util- like a better top six utility player who does everything well, but nothing like super great, if you will. I, for sure, they have to move Kerfoot. Three point five is too much. They can't afford that. That sucks because he played very. He played, he played very fine, well but I think the he's mistake. the most obvious piece that you can move because he's useful. Uh, even if I to, I would move him for draft picks. I don't even like just dump the space as long as it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, I think they need to figure out what's going on with Muzzin. He did play well in the playoffs, but he gets hurt all the time now. Uh, yeah. And I believe has like a no move or something. So they need to figure out what's going on with him. I'd offer Gio a one year deal, super low, but that's about it. Nothing else. Um, McCabe's gone. He's UFA. Uh, there's a bunch of RFA deals they have to figure out. Um, and Jack Campbell is also a UFA. Uh, Yikes. And and uh, Mrazek needs to be dumped overboard, ideally without sacrificing much. So, I mean, they will have cap space to work with, but Morgan Riley's new contract will kick in. Uh, so, they'll, they'll have some... There's a bunch of RFAs, too. Like, they can make some tinkerings, but I don't want... Like, you're obviously not moving Riley, Tavares, Marner, or Matthews. I don't think you should move Nylander. I think it's stupid. You don't move out a guy who just had 80 points playing on your second line. Yep. Like, that's insane. Like, think about that out loud. He had 80 points on the second line. And you want to trade him for what? You're never going to get his value back at a defenseman. Like, what are you going to go get Ekblad for him or something? Like, fuck off. Yep. I don't see a trade. Anyways, moves for the, um, it's moves for the sake of moves. That's all it, it is. It is. Right they now. do have to so. tinker, but like none of that big shit should happen. That's this isn't the, if they would have lost this series in four games and look lifeless, then absolutely blow it up and try something. But it was not that. If you want to shake it up, you make you make. Those tra- you let the guys walk to free agency yep. that you said you make a trade like make a trade or two fire the coach and that's like pretty well shaken up and then you see what you got yeah but Dubis hasn't fired a co- he's fired one coach already so if he hires another coach that's his last one so when Dubis pulls that trigger he loses that bullet in his chamber still I don't think I would be super worried if I were him about losing my job he'll get hired in a heartbeat I know but he wants that job I think he's proven that he's a pretty good he is but don't you want to be the guy that made the Cubs win the World Series yeah you gotta gotta, I mean you have to be given the rope right you have to be given the the leash to, to be able to do it you gotta be able to work with it right like Tampa Tampa wasn't built in a in an off season right but anyways what are you laughing at uh, speaking of ropes, uh, Tony D'Angelo's Carolina Hurricanes uh, defeated the Boston Bruins in I seven hate days. How, I hate how much I'm like praising Tony D'Angelo, but honestly, he looks so good in that series. He was a huge difference maker, and now he's going to face his, his old team. Like, it's stored, like almost every series that coming up in the second round is actually every series has a story to it like a good solid narrative uh it's awesome the second round is basically as beautifully set up almost as you as you could have for the nhl yeah and we're gonna go through it we'll talk about some of those storylines but um yeah no i thought uh series is great i like carolina i hope ranta can hold up or anderson comes back and is good but 
as of right now, they're doing okay. Okay, so we'll finish off going through the first round recap, then we'll go back over with our bets quickly uh, to see what For we sure. hit and yeah. didn't hit on, and then we'll do second round and we do some new bets. Um, okay, any yeah. thoughts on the Hurricanes Bruins series as a whole? Uh, is this the end of that Bruins core, as they've said for the last seven years? Uh, it all depends on where Patrice Bergeron is next Well, year. he already basically said he doesn't see himself playing anywhere else. So, Well, either he's retired or he's playing for yeah. the Bruins. If he's playing for the Bruins, then the window is still open. If he retires, then they're fucked. Uh, and Brad Marchand said at the uh, end of year press conference that they thought in their heads that if they could beat the Hurricanes, they could make it all the way to the cup final. Uh, which might not be untrue, but I feel like Marchand would say that anyways. Uh, and did you see uh, D'Angelo's comments re-Brad Marchand? I did not. Uh, he said he loves him as a player, uh, and he doesn't mind the comments, and he called him a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to... He yeah, he's just... Yeah. That's uh, interesting, but I mean, what else do you expect to talk to you, right? Uh... I would have loved for it to be like, yo, fuck that guy. He's dead to me. Next time, I, when I see him next year, we'll beat his ass. That's that's the type of shit I'd like to see, but that is never going to happen. I wanted to make a... No, I'm not just going to leave it. It's weird. Yikes. It's weird that the guy from the Boston Bruins is the one that's yelling at the racist for once. That's at least a change, change of pace for the Boston area. Nice. Um, okay. Yep. New York Rangers versus Pittsburgh Penguins. Igor Shosturkin. Oh, my God. And Artemi. This is uh, basically Sidney Crosby got hurt for a game, uh, which allowed. But the Penguins were up 3-1 in this series and blew it to the Rangers. The Rangers <laughs> won three straight. Uh, so it's pretty clear to me, Tyler, uh, that Crosby and Malkin don't know how to win. Uh, they don't have that mentality. <laughs> uh, they have no heart. They can't close it out. Um, and they're just terrible hockey people who probably should be traded. Like, don't bring Malkin and Latang back. What are you talking about? They blew a 3-1 series late. I feel like you're projecting. I'm here. not projecting. I'm just saying that narratives are different. <laughs> um, they've won three cups, so I don't know. They probably could have won more if they weren't such chokers, Tyler. Oh, gee. Yeah, no, honestly. Uh, playing Tristan Jari in Game Seven, even though Louis Domingue is your other option, a little sketchy decision, I think. It worked out though; they lost in like, overtime. I guess, but I don't know. And what is it with the Penguins playing eighteen hundred goalies in the playoffs every year? What is happening over there? What are they doing in the water in Pittsburgh that all of a sudden the playoffs start and half their goalies get hurt? I don't know. It's very weird. They, I mean, they've always seemed to have injury problems every they year. They should honestly start paying uh, a guy that probably should be in the NHL way too much money to play in their AHL team. <laughs> <laughs> like, pay a guy a million dollars to be on your AHL team now, Pittsburgh, because you every year in the playoffs need to use eight goalies. Louis Deming is not a terrible third goalie. He's not a terrible third goalie. He's not. Like, for a team that has went all in every single year for the last decade... Like, what do we expect them to have, like, a young kid in the waiting? Like, Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jari are those guys. Those are those guys. And they come out of nowhere, yeah. right? Like, they just – they don't have any fucking depth. They never have. They never will. They just pull these guys out of nowhere, and they're somehow decent. So, Louis, the fact that Louis Domingue was the third goalie surprised me. I was like, oh, they have an actual name I've seen before. That's fantastic. Uh, okay, moving over to the West, uh, Colorado smoked Nashville 4 nothing. We're not even going to talk about it. Well, yeah, we already talked yeah. about it. Uh, Minnesota-St. Louis, the Blues won in six games. Uh, oh, thank God. Smoking the Wild in game six, five to one. And in game five, five to two. Game four, five to two. Uh, yeah, it was a weird series, but the Blues basically just took it over. Uh, for some reason, giving up a bunch of assets for Marc-Andre Fleury did not work out. Can't believe that happened. Uh, it Oh, good on good on Dean Evison for absolutely protecting the legacy of Marc Andre Fleury by not playing him in an elimination game, so that he couldn't fuck it up himself. Uh, also, uh, thanks for nobody bringing up the fact that uh, Marc Andre Fleury didn't get traded at least, and they still lost anyways, and so did he. <laughs> okay, yeah. it was dumb. It was never going to happen. He was never going to come anyways. It wouldn't have worked. He's a fraud. Uh, fraud shout out to Cam Talbot for winning basically 15 straight games to end a season and then getting a playoff game in the worst possible way and then being buried for it. Yep. Uh, so the, the Wild are going to be in cap hell next year. Uh, they lost. Um, they have what 12 or 14 million in dead cap space. Uh, Kevin Fiala is probably going to be out the door. I highly doubt they're bringing Marc Andre Fleury back, which means that Talbot's going to have to be their starter next year and they have no backup because they traded him. 
Bye. Cool. Good team. See you never, Minnesota. Well-run team. That's Fucking my GM. Losers. Fuck out of here. Uh, okay. Calgary Flames versus Dallas Stars. Uh, no, sorry. Tyler. Jeez. I got to... Sorry, I said that wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Calgary mm-hmm. Flames versus Jake Ottinger. Uh, Jake Ottinger's not as good as uh, as uh, Jacob Markstrom. Let's not uh, let's not mince words. He's not even close to being as good as. Uh, okay, as, let oh, me wait. check notes here. Uh, Flames oh, win in Game Seven. Okay, check notes. Markstrom is yeah. Better. What was the score? This is how this works, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is better. Ah, yes, you win. You, you there we go. Done. Yep. Who won the playoff Jake series? Ottinger. Better. Jake Ottinger coming out party for sure. He's he's here. He's the next wave. He's going to be very good. Uh, Jake Ottinger coming out party. Uh, the Dallas Stars have a good young core that they can't afford to build around because they uh, went all in on a bad old shitty core. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a shitty old core still hanging around. Uh, $9 million Jamie Benn had one goal in the playoffs. Uh, good for him. Hey, it was it was uh, in it was in Game 7. They don't uh, ask, if he would have scored. They don't ask you how That's many. True. They ask you when. Is that the same? I don't. I guess I don't know. I think Chuck scored his first goal in Game Seven too. Like, fun. It's all. Uh, so yeah, that series ended. Uh, they will go on to play the winner of the Oilers versus the Kings. Uh, I I'm very impressed that the Oilers were able to make it past the first round with such a juggernaut uh, former champion that they had to face, uh, and they were able to quickly dispatch them in uh, seven games. Kings put up a good Kings, fight. I'm happy Kings should have won this series, Tyler. I've never been more disappointed in your team and basically my whole Drew, life, except for this, when they beat out the Leafs. Name me name me three guys on their blue line. Mikey Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Sean Dersey. Yeah. And uh, do they still have that Bjorn Fort guy? I don't think he played a game, to be honest with you. Um, he, wasn't out there. he wasn't out there in Game 7. Uh, Edler. Yep, Edler. Good, good there we for go. you. Look you did me. it. I wow. named four. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, if Doughty, is, if Doughty is healthy, uh, do you honestly think that the Kings probably have taken this series? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which what is, Yeah, but McDavid took it over, though. There's nobody else in the whole he NHL did. that could have won that series but him. He did, though. He did, though, against <laughs> a shitty opponent. But he still he did. did. Fine, good for him. And they trapped him. They trapped him like huge. They were playing like one three one to a T. Like they, the neutral zone was all, and he just put the team on his back. And um, I'm really all for the McDavid run right now. Uh, yeah, but he's gonna have to face uh, like a phenomenal goaltender like Jacob Markstrom in the next round. Oh my fucking lord! All right, well we'll see. Okay, first round bets. Let's go over them. Yes. Uh, because um, I did such a good job okay. and you did horribly. <laughs> okay. Do uh, I'll just quickly run through mine, wins and loss, and then you can run through yours and, and we'll go from there. So both, I think we talked about this last week, but both Adam and I hit on Colorado and four. Um, so that was good. That was a little $15 uh, pocket money for me. I also got uh, outright winner of the series for St. Louis, which was like a $5 bet. I got a $6 payout. So not nothing, nothing huge. Just wanted to disrespect, um, just wanted to disrespect the old Calgary flame or, um, the old Minnesota wild. Sorry. I get them confused. Um, for Calgary and Dallas, I lost my Dallas to win game one, but lose series. Um, and that's the West in the East. I won three of my four bets, which was quite good. Um, for Florida and Washington, I, I correctly guessed Florida to win 4-2, uh, which was a $14 payout. I also guessed that Toronto and uh, Tampa was going to go to a Game 7, which I got correct. And I also got that Tampa was going to win from behind, which they did uh, multiple times during this uh, during this series, which was uh, fantastic. And my only Eastern Conference bet that I lost was that I thought Boston was going to win Game 1 and lose the series. Um, but otherwise, uh, looking good, I, I was up $50.25 from the first round. Um, so we started with $50. So I, uh, I probably bet about $25 on the first round and doubled my money. So I'm pretty happy with that. Okay. I did way better than Tyler. Uh, let's see here. Which ones did I win? Um, well, I guess I'll just go through my bets quickly. Uh, so like Kyler said, uh, I had one series will finish, uh, under four for Colorado Nashville. So that was a 1095 payout. 
Uh, I had series total over under four. So basically a sweep between Calgary and Dallas. So nope. Uh, Calgary 3-1 <laughs> hedge. Nope. Didn't work. Uh, game in series double. Wild uh, win game one, lose series. Nope. Bad. Uh, correct score after game three. Kings 2-1. Nope. Bad. Uh, game in series double. Panthers win game one, lose series. Bad. Uh, game in series double. Tampa Bay wins game one, lose series. Bad. <laughs> Uh, series correct score Bruins four to three bad. <laughs> series correct score Penguins four to three bad. Uh, series correct score Rangers four to three. That is a three dollar bet and a fifteen dollar payout. Yay! Applauding, right? I'm applauding. Uh, Capitals win the conference bad. Bruins win the well, conference you're not getting... bad. <laughs> <laughs> there goes all your futures. Yeah. Blues Keep win going. the conference. Still going. Wild win the conference bad. Uh, win out right, uh, Capitals, nope, uh, Leafs, nope, and uh, Blues are still out there. I, I forgot to mention my, my deep futures. The only one I lost was I had Toronto winning the Stanley Cup at, uh, at 1,000, um, so obviously that one is gone now. But I've still got three of my Stanley Cup uh, picks going, and my Rangers win the Eastern Conference is still going as well. So, yeah, the only ones I basically run out of all my entire first round, first round only bets, the only ones I had right were Colorado National Sweep and uh, Rangers in seven. <laughs> and I think, so basically, you're, you, got, you had $25 back coming back to you going into the second round, yeah. correct? 20, well, I think it was like 25 and 95 cents or whatever. And so, yeah, so $26. I didn't spend it all back. when I read that, anyways. That's okay. We're going to go through that. Um, we had the opportunity to bank money if we wanted to for the future, just so we could do more bets in the future in case the second round goes horribly wrong. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the pick so far. Oh, also, also, Adam, um, just before we jump into our round two bets, you need to completely pick in a brand new Stanley Cup final because you lost both no, of your finals. No, don't care. You have to do Why? it, though. Well, okay, fine. Forget about it. Then. Okay, I will pick. Who did I have before? Toronto, Minnesota. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I, hey, I don't let's know. Let's do. Oh, well, who do you have again? So, so I... I have Colorado and New York Rangers. Wow, you really went on a limb with that one, eh? Uh, I will do. Let's do. Calgary versus the Tampa Bay Lightning and we get a rematch and, of 04. And who are you who would you have I want Tampa that? Bay to win the whole thing regardless now. All right, there we go. You're I, I want a trip okay. I want a trip winner. And I want a narrative right. where the Leafs <laughs> lost to the champion again. So that's hilarious. Um okay. Yeah, that'll fix things for sure. Okay, speaking of which, uh, let's start with new bets. Uh, how about Tampa Bay versus Florida? Tampa Bay versus the Battle of Florida. Battle of... Carter Verhege coming back to his former team in a playoff series after just dominating their first round. Um, Going to be fantastic. Really excited to watch Former Maple Leafs draft pick, Carter Verhege. Yeah, yeah that, I don't know if that needs to be mentioned, but sure. Um, I think it needs to be mentioned. I think it'll make Leafs fans uh, feel really great that a guy super performed in the first round uh, and he was drafted by the Leafs. They need more guys like that. So let's hope for the future. For sure. I will go first. Um, I have this uh, score after game three. So the the series score after game three. Three nothing Florida Panthers. Um, Plus 425 odds. $4 bet. That's a $21 payout. The Tampa Bay Lightning are hurt. Braden Point, probably out for the series. Kucherov had something going on in Game 7. He looked like shit. Um, I also just don't trust Victor Hedman at his age anymore, going deep into playoff runs. I think the wheels finally come off. I think the Panthers are super motivated to beat Tampa after last season and the big series that they went through. I think we're going to see the Florida Panthers really flex their muscles uh, and, and really – Give people thought for their Colorado Avalanche picks um, to win the Stanley Cup. Did you laugh when you got my bets? I I honestly don't remember them. I also had this series as a correct score after game three. Bet. Mm -hmm. And I bet $2 on Tampa Bay to be up (laughs) 3-0. 
What's the just? What is the logic there? To, please. Uh, the logic is Other that I had to bet uh, for this episode, and I was tired, and I didn't want to do it. You didn't have to do but it, but I have to. It's content. You don't. Yeah, but you. you I can't have you like. No, me. it's fine. I'll do it. It's just a bunch of random ah, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, now it's real money. It's not even bet credits anymore. This is real. Yeah, movies. look at me go with this the real money at plus one thousand on Tampa to be up three zero on your stupid Panther rats. <laughs> um. Any thoughts on this series? I want to watch it. Uh, but I don't know if I will. Ooh. Uh, we'll see. I got to see what the schedule, like if they yeah. are smart enough to do like the East games on alternating days in the West and, and then it's like a oh, they are. seven and 10 they and are. seven and 10, then that's a it lot is. nicer. It is. That is how it, how it's done. I've already looked at the schedule. Um, but there's a few weird afternoon, afternoon games in there, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing where this series goes. Uh, so I'm sure something interesting will happen in it. Uh, I, yeah, that's a broad statement. Yeah, yeah, but something like interesting I think something. In the yeah, I don't know. They at least they cool. don't have to worry about flying anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, tra- the that, travel's I mean, going to be they... really nice for the Eastern series for sure. And one of the Western. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. yes. Well, I mean, have you ever done that? If they have, have you ever done that drive before, Tyler? <laughs> no, but I know it's like it's like what three hours. It's, it's three hours of nothing. Yeah, hey, that's time to sleep. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're not driving, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, um, you want to go to Carolina? Yeah, New York? we might as well. I threw two dollars on this ending in Game Five. Interesting. Would you have? Would you not? Not didn't want to wager a team on it though, I right? I didn't want to wager a team on it, um, but obviously, if it ends in Game Five, I feel like that's a Hurricanes win. I think the Hurricanes got a little spice here. Uh, Igor yeah. did not look that good in round one uh, compared to how he was earlier in the year. Uh, the Rangers got pretty lucky to even pull off that series win. Uh, the Canes are coming off a big win over like a rival team, and now the Rangers are coming to town, who they also dislike very much. Yeah. Uh, I I know Rant is in net for them right now, but I just think Carolina is going to overwhelm. Like I just think this. I was almost debated betting four games on this one. Mm. I th- this one's tough for me because I really do like both teams, and I will definitely be losing a Stanley Cup bet on this one because i have both of them to win the cup um my bet i chose for this game was series total game over six and a half and uh that was a 215 odds four dollars twelve dollar pay or thirteen dollar payout basically um i think it goes seven um my my thing with new york obviously i'm very heavily invested in them this year um for whatever reason yes i didn't like the way that they played versus pittsburgh However, if that's the worst we've seen Sturkin, I'm pretty hopeful that he'll be a lot better. And it only it's only going to take him a few games to get going when he does get that confidence back. And there was the whole thing with Pittsburgh, and he was he waved goodbye at them at the end of one of the regular season games. Like I think there was more um, between the ears stuff going on with him um, and the Pittsburgh Penguins in particular. And I just, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina wins it. Honestly, I've picked them to win the cup in a bracket pool. So really this going either way is not going to surprise me. I'm very excited to watch it because I do really, truly believe in both teams. Um, And I think both of these, I think Carolina in particular would face off well against Florida. Um, And I think New York would face off really well against Tampa. So it's going to be interesting who comes out of both series in the East. Uh, other than Tampa, any team coming out of these series, uh, well, maybe not Carolina, but like the Rangers or Florida winning the cup would be a huge deal for the NHL. A hundred percent. The Canes, not so much because they're, they're yeah. almost like one of those like indie bands that have like a dedicated fan yeah. base, but they don't grow any higher. So yeah. it would maybe be cool to see some of the songs win because um, you like them, but... I think a lot of people like the Carolina. They do, but they are also um, very hated by certain other segments of fans. Yeah, like 200 Hockey yeah, Men. Yeah, 200 Hockey right. Men hate him. 
Right. Uh, oh, oh for some games. reason I had that split up badly, but I also have Tampa Bay to win their series from behind. I put two dollars okay. on that to hedge against the sweep not happening or the three zero not happening. Just gotta get yeah, over I the love hedging. Then, yeah. and when both hedges uh, don't win, that really helps. <laughs> All right, uh, West. Uh, out west, uh, we have the Colorado Avalanche facing off against Avalanche. the St. Louis Blues. Uh, um, this is either going to go seven or four, I feel like, <laughs> honestly. Well, here's the, here's the storyline with this one is that Colorado swept them last year. Like that's, that's going to be huge. The Blues are going to come out pretty strong here. Big layoff for the Avalanche too. And the Avs can very well, well documented. They can't get past the second round. So, you know, something's going to give here for sure. I think we'll find out pretty quickly in that first game what, what, the, yeah, deal what is. the deal is. Um, I did a hedge in this one as well, just to jump right into the bets. I have correct score after game four being tied at 2-2. Um, and I put a $4 bet down on that for a $12 payout. It was, almost, it was plus 200, basically. And then I also did Blues to win the series outright at plus 310. Not because I think it's going to happen, but because I really like those odds on a series win. Um, and that would be a $20 payout. That would be really nice to hit on. Um, I mean, it's it's really hard to bet against the apps. So at this point, I'm just trying to find value with this series because there's zero value on the Colorado side anywhere. Everything's minus, like, everything's minus money. So it's not really worth from a betting perspective to, to bet on them. Um, I did find, we'll talk about consmite picks, which were just opened up. The market just opened up for them. We'll talk about those in a bit, but there's really hard. It's really hard to find any value on Colorado avalanche right now. Uh, I didn't bet on anything in the West for some reason. So that's totally fine. Hey, fuck the Western conference, right? Games are at 10. Yeah. Who really gives Nobody a shit? Like any we got a boring, it's dumb. we got some boring ass teams to talk about, right? St. Louis, boring Calgary flames, boring, uh, Edmonton, Colorado, Western Conference Final. Put it into my veins. Uh, what about a Calgary-Edmonton uh, second-round matchup? Yeah, there's no narrative here. It's like this is going to be probably the most boring season. No, this is um, this is going to be an absolute fucking powder keg. Uh, Battle of Alberta. It's gonna. You remember those games from a couple of years ago? Canadian Division uh, mm-hmm. games where it was just like line brawls and shit? You thought... Uh, <laughs> You thought the Dallas series was rough? I think this one's going to get real nasty very quickly. This I'm getting like uh, Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia from 2010 uh, vibes out of this one, right? Where it's just going to be a shit show. Um, for me, betting-wise, I have game and series double. I pick Calgary to win game one but lose the series at plus 500. Um, which I put $4 down on for a $24 payout. Um, mostly just excited to watch this one, I think. Um, and just see, like, re- in reality, what do we want more? Do you want Calgary to win, or do you want McDavid to make a Western Conference? Are final? you asking me honestly? I'm asking you honestly. I want McDavid to suffer. Why? Because I think it's why do you want McDavid chaos, to buddy. Man, chaos. Dark. Man. It's not. No, you want good players to win cups. Come on. You you're telling me you wanted Ovechkin to lose, like, just lose constantly. You like that? Yeah, but I didn't. He actually like brought value to the NHL. McDavid's the yeah he is he's what? really good and he has a drywall he's the best personality. Player. He is a generational talent. He's better than Sidney Crosby. Uh, well, Can you yeah, right that? now he is obviously that's pretty dumb. He's better than Sidney Crosby was at his prime. He is better right now than Sidney Crosby was. Yeah, at his but prime. he hasn't won all his cups, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters, Tyler. He's bad until you win. It's so much. You're bad until so you win. Nothing else matters. Sport. That's what all that matters oh, now. Man, you're salty with both. Nope. You have Jesus. to win. You have to win or it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters but winning. You got to win the cup or nothing else matters. Only good players win cups, Tyler. No bad player the in the history thing. of the NHL has ever won a cup. It's never happened. Only good deserving players with heart win Stanley Cups. You work hard and you get a heart and you get a cup. It's just that's how it works. Right now, just looking at what the teams that are left, the worst possible Western Conference Finals: Calgary versus St. Louis. Like there's, there's, there's no doubt that that is would be the worst 
uh, conference final. Pretty much any combination of the Eastern Conference will be fine. And it, which means that we're basically not going to get a bad Stanley Cup final. You'll have at least one good Eastern Conference team in there. But there still are two very stark, boring, bland teams left in the West. I want Just, I want whatever final Tyler's annoyed by. <laughs> the worst final? What's the worst? Probably, what is the most irrelevant possible final to you right now? Probably Carolina St. Louis. Because at least Carolina Calgary, like at least Calgary's good. <laughs> Wait, they're better than St. Louis. What do you think is but the worst? The best. No. What do you think of all this potential series right now? What one do you think would get uh-huh. the highest ratings? Probably New York, Colorado. You don't think Tampa Bay, Colorado would get the highest based on the? No, I think people are. I think a lot of like stupid hockey fans want Tampa mm. to lose. Florida, what would be the best hockey? Colorado, Florida. Highest ratings? I think New York has to be there. So it'd probably like be the like... Rangers have to be there. What? Maybe low key Rangers Edmonton would be pretty good because you have McDavid, like the best player in the league, versus. Well, and the Rangers won their only cup in the last like century by stealing a bunch of Oilers. So. Hmm. Or like, but I do think Colorado, like the the Mecca versus the Rangers, is probably your highest rated series. Well, I don't think that one's probably going to happen. But Colorado Rangers, you mean the, the you mean the final I pick? Yeah, I don't. That's probably like, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you never know, I guess. All right. Uh, like I mentioned, Con Smythe. Con Smithy. Um, the con the con Smythe odds have opened up, um, which made me very happy because you're never gonna get a, a better price on good players than you are yeah, right I now. I forgot to write down what the um, friggin' bets were for these stupid idiots. Even even the best players, like the ones who are leading in the clubhouse right now, are plus five hundred. So you're making good money based off of these right now. If you have a, even a fleeting interest in betting, um, I would if you want to bet on the con Smythe, it's probably time to do that now. Uh, because you can make yourself a little bit of money um, if you hit. Uh, did you want to go back and forth, or how did you want? You want to just roll through yours, and I'll roll through mine. Uh, why don't I did? Why I did don't you six. go first while I try to find the betting lines here, so I can get mine. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. Got it. Never mind. Um, got it. Okay, you go, I'll go first. first. I'm gonna be rude. Uh, okay, okay, so I put uh, two dollars on a player who's not good because he hasn't won yet. Um, so McDavid, it's important yeah. that he wins. So I figured I would put $2 on Connor McDavid to win at plus 1400. Cause obviously he's going to win at the Oilers win a cup. So a hundred percent, there's yeah. like, there's nobody else on that team that could possibly win other than him. If they actually do end up winning a cup, unless he just gets hurt. Really. I know you're being sarcastic, but it's actually, no, it is true. That's why I freaking bet on it. You idiot. Maybe Mike Smith. But no, yeah, there's literally nobody else on that team that would win it but him. <laughs> Like, right. he should be and the only Edmonton player listed, and it should be one-to-one. Like, it shouldn't even be able to take bets on him. Okay, who did you have? Um, I'm going to start with my lowest, like, the lowest odds. Um, I Tony D'Angelo, plus 6,600. Tyler, come on. Amazing. Lay off him. Um, Kale McCarr and Nate McKinnon are both plus 500 odds. So I put $5 down on both of them uh, for a $30 payout. Now I know I've just basically burned $5 if Colorado wins, but I wanted to make sure I hit. So Kale McCarr is the leader in the clubhouse right now, which makes me so happy as a Kale McCarr owner in fantasy because he is the McDavid of defensemen. Um, And obviously Nate McKinnon is a, their best forward so might as well give it a shot you do have the mcdavid uh, of defenseman based on uh, how many championships you've won lately oh oh wow let's go you are just full of it today jesus okay who do you got next uh i have another guy who basically if they win the cup i believe he's probably the most likely candidate to get it or at least has the best odds i have two dollars on victor hedman at plus twenty five hundred. Wow, yeah, it's pr- those are pretty good odds and defensemen. So, you know, that's all. There's always a modifier on defensemen winning the consmite. Um, I have a four dollar bet on 
And I'm surprised the odds were this good. I guess he didn't really have a great first round. But Sasha Barkov, plus 1,200. Um, put a $5 bet down on him. It's a 52, or sorry, $4 bet. It's a $52 payout. Uh, I figure if Florida makes a run here and wins a cup, um, he's probably your your guy. I don't think Bobrovsky is it. I think Ekblad's probably not it either. Huberto hasn't looked fantastic, right? And again, the bad defense, uh, heart trophy shit also kind of holds him back. Um, I think it's a solid bet if Florida's gonna gonna do something um, and a nice payout. Basically, I get all my money back. Wow, look at you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you make any new futures? Because I did. I still have three more cons. Oh my bets. god, go! I don't have any more, so <laughs> I figured. Okay, um, because I talk so much shit about the Calgary Flames, and basically, this is a <laughs> this is a future bet in case the worst case scenario happens and Calgary somehow wins a cup. I pick Con Smythe being Johnny Gaudreau plus two thousand, uh, two dollar bet, forty two dollar payout, um, and then I sunk even more money into the New York Rangers. Uh, I took Igor Shosturkin at plus twenty eight hundred um, to win the Con Smythe at a two dollar bet. That's a fifty eight dollar payout, and then finally the man who got us to Game Seven and beyond, Mika Zabinajad plus. 3,300 odds, $2 bet, $68 payout. Um, I figured if they're going far, it's because of either one of those two. I was, as soon as you said Con Smythe odds were out, I thought about throwing money on uh, Igor, but I decided not to. Yeah. Uh, the only other guy I kind of looked at um, throwing some money at based on my futures bets that I have already was Tarasenko at plus 3,300, but I decided not to. Yeah. St. Louis has a has a big like big mountain to climb, yeah. so that would be, you know, I mean, not impossible. Obviously, really, no value on Carolina either. I noticed, like, I didn't like, and they're also such like a workmanship mm-hmm. team. Like Sebastian Ajo is probably the only one I would throw money down on, but it's like there's no goalie. You know, I'm not gonna bet money on D'Angelo. Um, it'll probably like if they end up winning the cup, it'll be whoever had a good cup final, probably. Pretty much, yeah. And, like, Shvechnikov is, hasn't even been scoring. Like, they didn't do much scoring in the Boston season. Like, it was – or, series, sorry. It was a lot of, like, uh, winning by committee, yep. if you will. But uh, who anyways. else did you have here? Um, I didn't make any more consmite bet. I made no more futures bets either. Um, I banked $10.25 of my $50 winnings to get me to the next round in case things go horribly wrong. Uh, I made two more futures bets. Uh, I added mm-hmm. a few more cup winners. I added the Lightning at plus 650 and the Oilers at plus 1300, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, the Oilers, uh, yeah. And and just for, remember how we talked about futures bets being the best in the first round? I have Tampa at plus 11, uh, 1100. So you could see how the odds yeah. have changed just by one series. So you get in on them early, um, you can make some real money. Um, but I, th- I still think the odds that you pick them up at aren't terrible either. Um, I very much considered putting the rest of my money on Colorado to win the cup. Um, but it only, I would have basically, I think they're plus, plus 190. Like it's not even. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doubling Panthers my money. Would be better at 380. That makes sense. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know I if know, I trust but... them to beat Colorado, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. That's uh, that's it. That's the better. That's betting for now, and uh, we'll revisit it. Uh, I mean, who knows if it's going to line up with a with a recording date again? But we will definitely bet in between recording if the second round <sighs> yeah, finishes if, in between. If we weeks. need to. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be the podcast for this week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.